This is David Poland, and this is the audio podcast version of DP30. David Poland movie uh, hot button now, I guess. <laughs> Today, Tim Roth, star of Sundown. Are you having Are you having fun this morning? <laughs> I, this is it's always interesting when the first questions land because you find out what you're going to be asked uh, all the way through. In a sense, you know. So, so yeah, it's interesting to me. Yeah, is this the first press encounter for this movie you've had? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Because I, I go, I go back to uh, Toronto, I guess, where oh, okay. you weren't, where <laughs> you didn't well, get to well, go. <laughs> well, COVID Central, right? I yeah. Mean, I, I, and the thing is, my um, my we we were doing uh, a bu- living in a bubble because of um, uh, my wife's parents are high, very high risk, so we were doing we were looking after them throughout throughout the pandemic. We are. So there's, there's all, that's all that. So there was a lot of festivals that I did miss that I really wanted to go to. And I don't know which, I had a couple of films floating around in festivals. There was this one and uh, Bergman Islands. Yeah. Yeah. So. So what is, what is the connection with Michelle for you? What is the thing that, because uh, this is your second movie with him? Well, third, if you count um, uh, 600 Miles, which he produced ah, okay. for, for Gabrielle Rubstein. So, Yes. Um, well, I met him um, under weird circumstances. I was in um, Cannes. On the, I was running the jury, certain regard jury, and um, his film, Dispersed to Lucia, was, after Lucia, was in uh, competition for us. And it was immensely disturbing and beautiful. And... and, and uh, to the point where even as a jury, I mean, I, uh, there were times that I, oops, sorry, that's good. There were times that I, um, uh, let me, sorry, I want weird standby for that. Um, there were times when I, I was worried, uh, you know, I, I wanted to leave the screening. I was in pieces when I watched it. So, but I felt that he was extra, extraordinarily, um, you know, impressive. And so, uh, Afterwards, after um, you know, we get we gave him the prize that that year, and I had this thing set up where I, at the hotel I was staying at there was the thing called Club Tim, which which was away from the press, no selfies, none of that stuff, and you could sit and have a bite to eat. It's just a little corner of, of a restaurant that they, you know, curtained off, and filmmakers could come and go, you know, and chat. And I, I always use. Um, uh, festivals as um, you know the employment agency. <laughs> so I asked him, "What you're up? What are you, what are you doing? What, what's your what's your next film?" He he told me a film uh, that he wanted to make about um, a palliative care worker. And I said, "Well, make if you make the nurse um, male, I'll do it." And that's how we began. And uh, you know, within I think two months of that, I had the first draft, and we started our relationship. Very difficult stuff, but we, we you know we did it. So. I suppose, but my, I, what I like about him is is that he is actually a filmmaker. That it, that it's not, I mean, of, of a kind that's fascinating. It's it's not um, his intentions and his ambitions don't lie within the the world of big commercial um, uh, platforms. His although he wants an audience to see his his films, his intentions are to make films that he cares about. What, what come what may and he does do that you know well when i, I saw Lucia in in can also 
and oh, yeah. tracked down Michelle to do an interview, which was the first time I met him. But he um, was that when, when I was there. Was that yeah? When you were there, I don't oh, know well. to you, but I, I yeah. was it. I was at in certain regard, and I had the same experience yeah. of the movie, where I mean, I understood why it, a lot of people didn't like the movie because I think it was so upsetting to them. Yes, and it was Fair. too much of a challenge for them. Um, yeah. But you, it reminded me enormously, actually, of Warzone in that way. Right. Yeah. I mean, what I did when I when I was when I was on the jury, I asked Thierry, um to we you know behind the scenes you have these lunches you know in the cafeteria kind of situation (laughs) and I said well I have one and then if you could organize it so he's having happened just happens to be having lunch at a different table down the way because one thing that's wonderful about being on the jury is that you you, the people aren't allowed to come at you because it's you know forbidden Mm -hmm. it's so good so you actually get to, to watch films talk about them and and make make decisions and so I just wanted to put eyes on him to see <laughs> what he was, you know, because it really was deeply moving, that film. It was an extraordinary uh, journey that we all went on. Yeah. He has I an honesty we, to him that is, is yeah. just, I mean, I think it's cost him enormously in Mexico, for instance. It was one of the reasons why, from my oh, understanding, there's a, he's very controversial in, at home. Mm. Um, but yeah. it's, he's not, he's relentless. <laughs> No, he's unstoppable. And um, yeah, with New Order, it was, uh, I, you know, I worked on that a little bit with him, just talking and bouncing ideas around, which, which, by the way, with Michelle, that's what we do. You know, we did it with Chronic. We did it with, to a certain extent, we did it with uh, 600 Miles. And then we did it with this film, which was called Driftwood originally, um, which I think kind of sums up the character in a sense. But it, we, we work, from uh, together from a very early stage we we uh, at, you know we, it, way early ideas script time for him and then i come in and we play around with it so it's a it's it's a you know um, a very um it's it's a very open and 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 fascinating kind of time when you work with him and i you know i presume that's how he works with all of his actors you know <laughs> Well, I'm not sure all of them. I'm guessing that you have a certain status. That well, we just, we just we get on, you know. We, yeah. we you know we, we 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 have our battles and everything, but we you know we, we our intention is to make something that the audience will come away discussing rather than just you know and and maybe even arguing about, which I always find to be, uh, uh, you know, I I think that's one of the most important things. With this, I haven't seen this yet because I want to see it on a big screen and I haven't had the chance to do that. But I, you know, I was there, but that doesn't mean that I know what the film's about because from what I'm gathering, everybody sees a different film when they go see this, you know, people have different ideas about what they, what the character is, why he does what he does, the journey that he's on and all of that stuff. Um, so in, in a sense, I think that's, I find that fascinating. You know, I was just telling your publicity people that a, uh, somebody's review went up and they led off by establishing what the relationship was between you and Charlotte and I was like, no, 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 that's a spoiler in this movie. Oh, yeah. you, you know, part of the experience of the movie is waiting 45 minutes to find out what their relationship what is, is. Yeah, what is that? Yeah. yeah. What, who, who the fuck are these people? Why is he, you know, why, you know, who, why, what, when? You know, that's... And when we were working on it, um, you know, it's, it's, especially with him, you have to get the acting... The, the acting has to be sort of invisible in a sense. You have to... Um, and so, you know, that 
the journey, I know the story that I think is behind my character, but that becomes irrelevant mm. because when I'm done with my job, then it goes into the editing process. It goes into Michel's head. It, it becomes the film that he wants to, to show you. But it seems to me, from what I'm hearing from people who have seen it too, that, that he's... And when he's left it, what they're coming away with is sometimes a very different idea about what's going on than he even had in, in, you know, in his mind. So it seems to have a journey. It seems to have a very, it seems to have a life beyond us. Well, by leaving uh, it, it so empty, I think he lets people bring themselves to it. Yeah, maybe, huh? Yeah, yeah. And so their stories become part of the story. Yeah, yeah. So the audience is, is in the film with us. So your character is, it's almost a silent performance. I mean, obviously you do talk at times, but basically it's mostly a silent performance. Was yeah. that something you guys talked about or decided on, or was it something he thought of? Or We've always had that. Uh, uh, we've always had that silent movie thing. You know, strip it back. See what, 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 what you know, see what that does, you know, um, uh, at times he'll come up and say, could you uh, say something about this? Do you, you know, it, you know, I'm not saying that we don't, you know, we have a solid script, but the script evolves um, uh, and the performance evolves throughout, throughout um, production time. It's not, um, it's, n- it's never set, set in stone. Never is with him. So, yeah. Um, yeah. We would talk about what we felt we would talk about you know, with uh, Yazua and, and myself or Charlotte and all the kids, you know, I keep calling them the kids, they're adults, but they're the kids. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. What, what came up when we were framing the shots and thinking about what the, what the story of a particular scene is and could be about something very different to actually what the scene's about. And it would evolve. But very so much- it wasn't like a decision like, okay, we're going to take away Maybe. as much time. That's your inclination, but not a, structural choice the two of you made from the beginning? Um, I think with this particular character, um, he spoke when he felt he needed to uh, because of the, and that's in character as far as I, you know, me and Michelle's version of what that character um, was and is at the time of shooting. However, you know, so there may have been more stuff that was removed, but it was very little you know, it was ordering a beer, you know. Right. And the relationship with a local woman is almost completely silent. It's all physical yeah. and, and yeah. simple and deep. Yeah, yeah. She's And she's extraordinary. She's, she's absolutely extraordinary. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, I only saw what my character would see. Right. And you only need to speak at those times if you feel that you do. So, feel that you should. So... So, uh, yeah, I think, I think Silent Movie would, would have been and was uh, one of our notes to ourselves of, you know, we would sit, we would meet of an evening, um, me and the actors, and we would go, what would you say? I don't know. What would you feel? And so, and that, it was, you know, and that was, that's always been encouraged by Michelle. Yeah. Well, I, I watched it again last night and I was thinking of Noel Coward and I was thinking, mm-hmm. you know, never complain, never explain. I think that was him. Yeah. Um, and it because there there are moments that are extreme in the movie where you kind of are waiting for your character to say, explain himself in some way, mm. and he just doesn't. And it's do it. yeah. profound. Yeah. 
and unexpected. I remember that with I was working with Harold Pinter on a um, on something. We were do, we were writing something together, um, and I actually I, I remember saying to him that uh, <laughs> it was an adaptation of a Shakespeare, and huge monologues were gone. Famous famous monologues gone. And I said, "What the fuck, Harold? What the fuck?" And he went, "You got cameras." Go do your thing, you know. And I was like, of course. I mean, page one, page one, mm-hmm. you know. And I've always, I've always um, taken that with me, you know. That yeah, you don't when you it's it's visual. Film is is visual. Pay attention to the the, the art within which you work, mm-hmm. you know. And and I think very much um, that Michel's of that cut from that cloth, you know. I think that he uh, he's, he knows what a camera can do. And he knows the power of a frame. And, uh, and and the people working within it. So, have yeah. you seen the Cohen, or the Joel Cohen Macbeth yet? Not yet. Not Very yet. much of that idea. Good. It's like Good. he really pared it down. Even though there's, you know, most of the monologues, I guess, the big ones are still there, but it's much more thin that way. It's much more visual. Well, they, they you know, that's they're masterful and and in, in, in yeah. that. But yeah, Shakespeare wrote them because he couldn't go go anywhere. We didn't have cameras, you know. So right. the audience on that journey in their minds. Well, now take them on that journey. Go along that on on that journey with them. Show them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what about Bergman Island? Since even though we're on somebody else's dime, uh, <laughs> what was that experience like for you? I I loved it. I I came in a, 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 as a backup player mm. because uh, it was. Um, the actor that they had a year before that they had, you know, were, were about to start shooting with when they were over in Fura, um, uh, couldn't do it, couldn't end up not being able to do it for various reasons. So they shot a bunch of stuff a year earlier. Mm. Um, and then, so then they had to wait and come back around and, and give it a, a year later, you know, okay, let's try and find an actor. They came around, oh yeah. I loved the idea of going in as some a year later to fill in those scenes. So I, I, um, I, I think of myself as a as a sort of backup uh, player in that. The story when I and I did see that I got trapped in in a screening, um, uh, a, a festival screening. Not a, not a great place to see your film because you just cringe <laughs> during everything. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's festivals. But um, but yeah, I, I really liked the experience of making it because in a sense, we were making this little film that would slot into a much, much bigger picture journey, which, which I didn't know about and didn't need to know about to make that part work. Um, Vicky did when she was, she, she knew all of the details, but she didn't, I didn't, I didn't want to know that stuff. So I just came in and did this little um film within a film about a relationship between these two writers. And I, I really just enjoyed it. And I love the director too. I love Mia. Which also has some of the silence feeling. Very much. This. There is an energy that is not dissimilar from these two movies, even though one is yeah. much more tragic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's very rare when it comes around. The next thing I'm doing is all is just talking all the way through, you know, but it, but it, it makes a lot of sense. It's, it's one conversation that takes place mm. um, um, throughout the film between two people, um, and it's appropriate. But, but um, yeah, I think it's the thing where if the director is brave enough to let the film 
play out in silence when it needs to. It's quite, an, it's quite a powerful thing, I think. Mm-hmm. Very powerful thing for the audience. Yeah. So you've been doing this for a little while. I think it's 40 years, actually. Your anniversary is just about here. Of 40 it really, years. it is. It's made in Britain. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Does it, wow. Has it changed enormously for you, or is it still the same set of muscles just growing in a, a, as you grow? Well, I think because I'm, I, never, um, I never trained uh, as an actor. I mean, I, I was sent, when I was 16, um, this, this magnificent teacher at this awful school that I went to saw something in me put made me be in a in a play school play and then pushed me down the road to these little community theatres and stuff so around the age of 16 and I just was hooked I still I remain that I remain that I I find I still find it fascinating um and I, I I'm good at separating the the f- in my head I used to get worried about it now I don't give a fuck um, the films that I do to keep the roof on and then the one and they also pay for the ones that I want to do for myself and I'm, I, I have the very very different things and uh, you know a bunch of shit movies I've done in the past but actually sometimes when you do them some of the best times you'll ever have on set just once everyone knows what they're in you just go okay fine <laughs> and you have a great time but um, and sometimes you proved wrong, which is always interesting. But no, I'm still fascinated by. It. I don't see. I don't. Are actors even allowed to retire? Do they just? Do they <laughs> well, Gene a- Hackman, I think, is the one. Who? Gene Hackman. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah. But British I mean, actors never retire. I don't think we do. I think we just fail. They <laughs> 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 just become. Well, the parts uh-huh. become smaller and smaller, and then you yeah. end up on Dalton Abbey or something. You know, it's funny when you see when you look back at um, uh, you know movies from the thirties and forties, and you just see these actors popping up, playing similar characters, and then suddenly getting a, a, a one that they can get their teeth into. But you know, but it was like stock players; it was the re- repertory, and um, and the English were always brought in to either play the posh gits or the baddie, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, that changed. That did change, um, and st- but there's still a, a bit of that about. Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know where it's going to go. I honestly, I, know, I have no plan. I'm just keeping going until I can't do it anymore. Did you yeah. ever question what, how, or do you question how good you are? Were you? Was there a point where you became a pro in your view, as opposed to trying I to figure thought, it out? No, I always thought how good you are is, 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 no, I, you know, when you fuck up, um, and it's more glaring and more sad when it's something that, um, you want to be proud of, you know, something that you really, you go in caring about and you, and you just get it wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, I know about that. I don't, to be honest with you, I, I I don't really feel I don't come come uh, I don't come to a film with an agenda. I want to see what the director wants me to do and see if I can do it. And we, I, I like that the full collaboration. Um, uh, and 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 
So I actually don't think about it that much. I don't think I, you know, I don't, I don't, I let other people worry about my career. <laughs> when I was a kid, you didn't call it a career. That was kind of, why would you call acting a career? What the fuck is that about? <laughs> you know, um, but um, no, I, I still, I think I'm still pretty much the same. I don't have a game plan. You look and back much? It goes. Hmm? You look back much? Not really. I mean, I know, I, you know, I cringe when I do. Uh, you know, I think of some films, I'm like, oh, my God, you know, but eh. but you win some, you lose some. Yeah. Well, something like Four Rooms, just like funny. To re- I mean, because it's a, that's a very silent movie performance, really. Yeah, I, I was I was I came in again. I was I was coming in to play uh, to play a part that was Steve Buscemi was supposed to play, huh. um, and he couldn't do. So I stepped in, and um, the way that I I remember it. I mean, first of all, I'm working with four directors, which is a very different, cut from very different cloths. And I think I thought that was fascinating and, and tag teaming it through it. But um, I remember when I figured out how to play the character, it actually has a weird, weird Spielberg journey. Um, there was a, when I would see Jaws in the cinema when I was a kid, there's a moment where the head floats across the hole in the bottom of the boat. Mm-hmm. You know, when he's down there and drives us down there. And I jumped. I don't know how I did it. Went from sitting to sitting on the back of the seat in the cinema. And so I, when I, I was still, I hadn't figured out quite what I was going to do. Um, but we did a scene where Madonna walks into a hotel lobby, I think it was. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly she's here. And I did that move. And I thought, that's how to play it. So it was... Bugs Bunny meets Daffy Duck, you know, um, kind of physical comedy with a with a weird dance twist. I don't know what I was thinking, but mm. the more that we did it, the more more extreme and cartoon like it felt like uh, it should be. And you know, it's a crazy movie. I think it's a stoner movie, but uh, but uh, but you know, your character is the thread, so. The consistency of your character is the one thing that's consistent in the movie. And the the fucking, excuse my language, but amazing um, Kathy Griffin as well, right there in the thick of it. Yeah. Who I love. I think she's amazing. So, so, and all of those actors, Ione Skye and, Mm -hmm. you know, Jennifer Beals and great, great group, really great group. Yeah. And then Quentin and, you know, the gang. Yeah. So somebody asked me on Twitter yesterday, which I don't think he knew I was doing an interview with you today, but uh, um, they were, they, they wanted me to ask, and I'm, I think it's a good question anyway. Okay. Why haven't you directed again since the war room? Um, I thought about it. Um, I think I'm done, but I'm not sure. I do have, I have a couple of scripts that are sitting there and if I don't do them, I'll pass them on to people who should do them. But um, I think I'm done. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's up, it's up for grabs. It is one of those things that's just up for grabs. Um, was the experience happy? I mean, obviously it's not a happy movie, at but times. was the experience of directing what you wanted it to be? At times. Yeah. I mean, I, I, it, yeah, at times it was, um, and, um, a, a great group of people. I don't know what I would do. 
I mean, I do have these scripts sitting there, but I just wonder what. And I, there isn't a story that I've tripped over yet that I really feel, oh, I should do this, you know, because I'd, I'd rather be in it. Did you I feel that way about it when you made it, about Warzone? Yeah, I felt, oh, I, yeah, I, could, I should make this. Not not I should be in it. I, no, I should right. I, I make this. But it wasn't what I was looking for. Hmm. But um, But now I think, I don't know what it would be. It would be it would be interesting. It would be very, very interesting just to stumble over something. I have thought about it and I've stopped thinking about it really, I suppose would be the answer at the moment. Well, you seem pretty satisfied with your work. Um well, as in as much as um you know, some of it's crap and some of it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> you know. But it's the doing, it sounds like, more than the I, yeah, result. I, I really like well the results um uh, more often than not, after I'm done, I can only bring what I can bring to the party and then it's over to you guys, you know. So over to um, editing and sound and what, how they play around with stuff. And so I, li- and I like that. I like being, I'm in that department. Then it goes over there to that department. I like that stuff. Um, yeah, I'm still fascinated by it. Um, it, you know, it still scares me, mm. um, which I think is important. I'm still scared of it in, um, oh, shit, I wonder if I can pull this off type fear. Or, and I, but I don't, I, I, I have to say, one of the things that has changed is I, but that once I'm done, I am done. So I'm not, I don't get um, upset by what people say about it, how they think about it, what, you know, I, 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 reviews and all of that stuff, because I, ne- I never read anything. <laughs> um, which I, is a lesson that it, that, that it takes uh, actors, I think, a long time to learn. Yeah, um, everyone's got an opinion; they're t- entitled to it, you know. Um, so, so I'm really, I just, I'm still, I suppose, fascinated by it, and I still, um, I still have that feeling of you never know what's around the corner, <laughs> and I think that that's fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. So just putting on a green suit with dots on it, scary? Or is that just good work? <laughs> no, I thought it was hilarious. I did it with the She-Hulk thing with, um, yeah. and it was Mark Ruffalo standing over there, you know, and Tatiana, his amazing actor, wonderful person. Um, you know, all this, I found it, I find it funny. I don't, you know, I find that kind of stuff. <laughs> what a way to spend your day. You know, hilarious. And so, um, uh, no, I, I mean, I would do it, I suppose. It, they never You've really came it. to me. I've done it, but they never really came to me. I don't think I was, I, I felt that I was the, the, the right actor for the job. <laughs> <laughs> but then I was, so I was surprised when they came back to me with, um, to do the Blonsky thing again, which I thought yeah. was, was, which was a lot of fun, by the way. So, Yeah. Well, you know, I got yelled at once by Tilda for telling her she was brave on Warzone. Oh. She found that offensive. <laughs> oh, Tilly. Oh, man, I love Tilly. I saw Tilly recently. I was in Cannes um, with the Bergman. Was it Bergman? What was in Cannes? Probably would have been Bergman, yeah. It was Bergman, yeah. And so I was there, and, um, and Tilly was there, and I haven't seen her in years. And so that was nice. You yeah. really kind of started that her as an actor outside of what she was doing with, uh, with her director. 
Yeah, she was doing, but, but you know, she, no, she's incredibly, I mean, you know what? Yeah. She is brave. She's an extraordinary person. Um, and in everything that she's done and everything that she continues to do, she's, she's remarkable, I think. Yeah. So I'm on your side. Well, she seems to have that joy of playing. You yeah. Know, she always talks about being a six-year-old. Yeah, I think that's very accurate. I think that's, I mean, you know, um, I, I think that I, I would, I would take that a bit where you, where you do have, you're still, it, it is still a game, mm. a remarkable game that you've been allowed to play, you know? Um, so I think that she's right. I think that, yeah, I mean, I, I you know, I, I, when I, when I talk to students, they talk, they are always constantly asked about, you know, what happens when you get rejected, when you don't get the part. And my feeling is that, well, you, it's great because it makes space for that one around the corner that you haven't got a clue is coming. And it should be, you know, that's how you feel. And she's got that, I think. Mm. I mean, you know, I think she probably has much more control over her um, cinematic sur- surroundings than I do, I would imagine. But, um, yeah. No, I, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm still, it took me a while to learn that when I was coming up as an actor, but um, I, it's a valuable lesson to learn, which is, you know, if they say no, then, you know, that's on them. But, you know, there's one down the line that's suddenly coming your way. It's working its way towards you and you don't know what it is. It's great fun. You know? Well, I'm glad you've said yes and they've said yes so much in your <laughs> career because whenever I see your name, I know I'm going to get something great. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, good luck with all the stuff at home. And um, thank you for the movie. Thanks very much. Good seeing you. Cheers, pal. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye.